0: Hello, I am Matt Williamson. How's everyone doing this fine Sunday? I've had plenty of time now to digest this game, watch it a second time, even you know, rewind and go through it a lot more, do some prodding around the net, dig up some numbers. And I got all kinds of stuff to talk about with you guys, so let's just dig right in. I just got bullet points again. I know it was only a short stint there for Kenny Pickett. But you're really seeing it in both preseason games. And I can assure you at camp, he's throwing guys open. You know, he's putting the ball where they can make a play and the and the defensive back cannot. He's understanding his receivers and where they want the football a lot better. He's also reading defenses a lot better. I mean, so... In terms of command and the finer points of the game, he's clearly taking a big step forward. You know, no question. And he wasn't just facing vanilla defenses against the Bills either. So I mentioned yesterday that the running game was troubling outside of Warren's 62 yarder. And the running backs, not no quarterback scrambles, anything of that. Besides that long run, they only averaged 1.8 yards per carry. Pretty bad, you know, pretty bad. I mean, there's just no way around that. That's just not great. So, one of the small wet blankets from that game. But um, I was kind of just going position by position. Then I just have a lot of other stuff here at the end. Wide receivers. I thought this was a really good game by Gunner, who I'm really hard on, as you know. And White, I mean, White's another guy. I'm sure I've brought him up, but he's going to be so hard to cut because every practice he does something. He does something on special teams, smart, tough blocks. And Gunner has some of those qualities too, without question. I wonder if those two are fighting for one spot. I mean, White, I'm sure, would end up on the practice squad if he doesn't make the team. But both really good showings by the two of those guys. Um. I don't know if you noticed this, the, the where's Waldo conversation with Spencer Anderson, but during the game, he played right tackle, right guard, and center. <laughs> I mean, to ask a rookie to do that is bonkers, and he's doing it pretty well, Yeah, you know, pretty well, to be honest with you. I mean, he's going to have some struggles. He's probably better on the interior, but he might just be the backup center here plus. um. Broderick Jones, he did get beat for a sack late in the game. You guys probably remember that. But all in all, I thought he played a pretty good game. And again, a lot of snaps. I have not seen the exact snap counts yet, but I wanted to get you this podcast. I, I thought it was a promising showing. I thought it was development in the, the right areas. But he has uh, he has been getting beat a little bit late in these games, you know, after playing a lot of snaps. Speaking of tackles, I think it's pretty clear that Dylan Cook is ahead of LaRaven Clark. LaRaven Clark played some left tackle. Doesn't seem to be his strong suit. And and deep down, I think he's a right tackle only. who kind of has a guards game playing tackle. I think Dylan Cook is a name to know, and LaRaven Clark might not be. Mentioned this with Anderson, Kendrick Green. I mean, he just doesn't perform well in games. I, I don't know how else to say it. You know, like, he does some good things. He's athletic. He works hard. He's one of the last guys on the field. His practices are pretty good. But in games, he doesn't come through, you know? So, what do you do with that? You probably move on, I guess. Um, I would say, overall, the true defensive linemen, the big guys, kind of a nondescript game from them you know not a ton of standouts not a lot to bullet point. my only bullet point is there really isn't a bullet point on those guys but the edge guys were on fire i mean they were on fire golden draw drew a holding call that almost definitely would have been a sack and looked really good overall um Highsmith <laughs> smith has got a a PBU against Stefan Diggs downfield you know broke up a pass covering Stefan Diggs exactly the, the, the what the bills wanted they got and Highsmith held his own against one of the best receivers in the league. Um, get to herbig in a minute, but he's really something. I also thought this was a really strong game collectively by the inside linebackers. they used a rotation of the top three guys. I think Kwan is going to be the dimebacker, but they used all three of them throughout the course of the meaningful part of the game. Um, Robinson also showed up. I'm sure you remember his huge hit. Uh, Kiewikowski didn't play, but I thought this was the best muse played at linebacker too. So he, he probably is a stock up guy as well. Sticking with the defense here, Sullivan and Riley are both slot corners. They both might make the roster. I mean, I think Sullivan's pretty set on the roster, but could you keep Riley as well? A lot of this will come down to special teams, but I like both players. Both players had good games. They show up time and time again. I've been saying this at camp. Riley shows up over and over. You know I mean, so he's very much on the on the radar for the, the 53. What about Trenton Thompson? That I'm not certain about. Um Made some plays here. I, I one of my problems is I just don't know how good Riley and Thompson are on special teams. And that's sort of true for Kenny Robinson. I know that there's not a high trust factor with him, but he did lead the team with five tackles. So Riley, Thompson, Robinson are all interesting to me. They could be the, the last guy. Um got a lot of other random nuggets here, and we're gonna take a quick break, take a little sip of water, and be back in a moment. So I mentioned yesterday, I was very impressed with Presley Harvin's punting and he did boom one, but here's a little number. He averaged just 38.2 yards on his five punts with a long of 52, but his net average was 37.8 and all five of his kicks were downed inside the 20. That's great punting. So again, he averaged only 38.2, but his net was 37.8. So he's booming high placement kicks that are just sticking inside the 20 and not getting returns. Phenomenal. Um, Not only do we see a lot of explosive plays in this game offensively, but very few negative plays, which I think is not as important at this stage, but certainly important. Um, I think that's a big deal for sure that they consistently got some yardage, even in the the not great situations. Um, t- so, starting offense in three in two preseason games has three drives and three touchdowns. And you probably knew that, but if you didn't, you know they've been out there three drives, two t- three touchdowns. Kenny threw two games. He's nine of eleven for 113 yards, two th- two touchdowns, but his passer rating is 149, which is like. A-plus. I don't love passer rating, but still, it just shows how well he's playing. Uh, Yeah. How about this one? Explosive plays from Austin in both games. 67-yard touchdown catch, 54-yard punt return. So, two games, two explosive plays by Austin. Phenomenal. How about this? Josh Allen was under pressure. Just Josh Allen, not the Bills quarterbacks. He was under pressure on more than 40% of his dropbacks in this game. That's a ton. That's like half the snaps. Slightly under, of course. You guys know what 40% means. Are, he's under pressure in that game. And he played a fair amount. Played longer than Kenny. Um, Herbig was a big reason why for that. He hit Allen's arm on one play. He has two and a half sacks in two games. You know, So Herbig's been tearing it up. A um, couple Bill's notes here. They were their probably their biggest weakness on offense last year was their O line. They put some resources into it, including a second round pick and some free agents guys. But I was not impressed with their O line at all. I mean, part of that's because of what we said about with Allen being under pressure so much. But I did like their first round pick quite a bit, Dalton Kincaid. Really impressive. Was hard to cover. Going to be in the mix. He averaged three point four six yards per route run. Like, if you're at two, like Tyree Kill was around two last year, a little over, that's phenomenal. And I only one game, he didn't run a ton of routes. But 3.4 is a massive number. Good for him. Now, the Steelers have definitely benefited greatly from the opponents making penalties. Now, some of it's because they draw holding calls and pass interference calls and stuff like that. But over the course of these two games, there has been 12 penalties for 127, and 13 penalties for 93. So the opponents have made 25, committed 25 penalties for well over 200 yards in those two games. I mean, don't overlook it. Some of it's because the Steelers are good. I get that. Meanwhile, the Steelers have committed 10 penalties for 72 yards total in both games. So way big discrepancy. You know, and last night it was only four for 26. Um, I didn't, it came out today that Quan Alexander is getting fined for that hit. Okay, I guess you're sending a message. I thought that's a little overboard. I mean, I was fine. I mean, it, it's an illegal play. It was helmet to helmet. I just thought a fine was a bit much. Um, It sure seems that no major injuries happened last night, which is great. I was wrong, apparently, when I said in yesterday's podcast that I thought everybody would sit because Tomlin, who I mentioned, hadn't even done his press conference when I hit record. I guess he said last night something along the lines of, we're going to play the guys that are available. And it could be sparingly. I mean, it's probably one series for Pickett and Watt and Cam, et cetera, et cetera. And I get that because you do have a 17-day wait from Thursday's upcoming game till week one now do you really want to make that what 22 days or whatever I mean that's a long time to sit out before playing football that matters so I guess I get that and plus if you do tweak something you have some more time so all right that's what I got good stuff Um, mostly all positive of course take care